0: Good afternoon, Paul, and good afternoon all. We're back. Uh, How was your Sky weekend, Paul?
1: Uh, Yeah, it was okay, fairly not too bad. Uh, Not a great day yesterday. um, A Few high-owned players were in the top one k done well, like Martinelli and Jesus, who I no longer own. But sixty-four points the week so far. Feels a bit average.
0: Yeah, I think I got about. I think I'm on sixty-one. Same, really. I did bring in. I did make a sub I was, I was tempted to make three or four, um, but I gave, I gave it a lot of thought because I was tempted to take out Cancelo, but obviously, well, not not only just after his haul on the weekend, but that haul on the weekend kind of reminded us what he can do. Right, he's just an absolute animal, and I knew I would hundred percent want him back given their fixtures. So I actually yeah. took out Madison instead, um, which may surprise a few. But I was I was having a look, and the only game I'd really worried about not owning in probably is the Leeds game, which would be a, a good captaincy option. I think a week Thursday, next Thursday, whenever it is. Yeah. But if Mitrovic is back, I think he's a better option against. I think it's Villa that that night anyway. So he's on four yellows as well. Um, and apart from the two games where he has mega mega hold, he hasn't done an awful lot. So uh, I took the points and run because if if I had to have kept Madison, I would have had to use more transfers to To get Cancelo back, um, and then you know you get yourself into a bit of a muddle, and but I was tempted by Anderson for Palace, so well, I didn't do that. I, I brought Zaha in, and I was tempted by Mitrovic, but obviously he didn't start, so that took that decision out you know, out my hands anyway. But I was very, I was very eager to be kind of trigger happy yesterday. It didn't quite work out like that, but yeah, it was the same as you. I kept Salah. I, you know, I was on an on about Zaha, but then I just thought, you know, if I go Zaha. Uh, and Salah kicks off. I'll kick myself. So uh, in the end, it didn't yeah. mean much. But the Jesus one, you know, we talked about this last week, didn't we? Jesus kicks Liverpool. It probably wasn't as big as we thought it could be. But um, yeah, Liverpool defensively just all over the shop, and they. Um, yeah. Madison um,
1: jumped up to sixty five percent. By the way, so you're due two pounds to. Oh, a I match, saw that. So.
0: Another bet I've lost. Because- <laughs>
1: <laughs> why why don't we why don't we keep rolling it up till it comes to like a tenor? I don't think we should net off. I think if we should we should pay our dues for the fact that it's um, charity, but we'll maybe Agreed. roll it up to until we get to a tenor and then we'll do it. So it's not admin
0: yeah. intensive. Agree. I like that. Um, good evening, everybody in the chat. Uh, we have uh, Boris the Blade, uh, Johnny Cornley, Julian Wardle, Matt Skyff, uh Kaiser Soze, Matt Woolley, Colin Johnston, Johnny White, Connor Thompson. Uh, Sam Smith, Mark Williamson, Humble Monk, Kian McKenna, Glenn Murray, FPL Sparta, and Tim Barry. Good evening, everyone. Great to have you with us. Hope you had a good Sky weekend. Um what are we looking at today, Paul?
1: Uh just going to talk over some of the popular moves that was made over the weekend just past. Um I had put this as a topic before all the questions mm. came through, but um kind of doing with Salah uh, and the third partners around their top 1K ownership and the movements in and around
0: there. Yeah, we we haven't really looked at the ownership much, have we? And it's quite interesting because I think last year especially, well, over the last two or three years, the top 11 or 12 players have basically formed 100 million, haven't they, I think? But I don't think that's the case this time, which shows that yeah. I think there's a lot of diversity in teams, which obviously makes the game... Much more interesting. But firstly, let's just have a chat about some of the transfers made on the weekend.
1: Yeah, so Zaha was the most popular move made. (coughs) Excuse me. This is why I think the top 1K is already a good indicator. If you look at Zaha's overall ownership change, it moved from 12.75 to 13.79. So it would look like a small move. But then if you look at, he, he he didn't haul, he got five points. But if you look at his top 1K change, it's moved from 14% to 38.3%. Wow, that's high, is it? So, so it's not that level below 1,000, dipping into the yeah. top 1,000. you think the majority of those moves were made by, by managers already in there. So, um, yeah, I think the, the top 1K is a good indicator of activity amongst Sky managers now, albeit if you do look at a lot of the open teams in the, in the top 100 <laughs> They are, they are rattling through four or five transfers a week. I don't know if it's. I was having a look on the win. weekend,
0: and the guy who was top had used five. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think I think the top three I opened at all used like four or five. Uh, yeah, it's not you know, it's we're we're still in that phase, aren't we, where the you know the top thousand is not really the top thousand. A lot of those managers we won't be battling against come come April and May, will we?
1: Yeah. Uh, Bowen moved from four point three percent to ten point two percent. Martinelli jumped 11% in the top 1k. Jesus jumped 18% in the top 1k so maybe some people will wow. say the top 1000 captained and moved in there I mean, what's worse than Owen Sal all this time and captain, I'm probably bringing him in yesterday it's probably worse So he's uh, he, he jumped from 17.5% to 23.4% Did you
0: captain him yesterday Paul?
1: I did, yeah so, I, I just that uh, I brought in Zaha as well. So I I made similar moves to you. I, I took out I had Fana. Fafana was injured. And um so, so I so moved him on to, to Zaha yesterday. Um so I was I was I if I'm in doubt about a captain, I'll rather stick with the player that's already in my team. Um when it's not something that's obvious. Like I think I made the point last week. If I if I had say Dean Henderson on the Monday night and I was bringing in yeah. Madison, it's a little bit different I was Captain Madison in that, in that instance. Um, and then Rashford jumped up 4% as well. Um, that was interesting because he only scored two points. So again, it doesn't, it's probably not a lot of people creeping into the top thousand that owned them. Um, but but
0: those that are making a lot of transfers in the top thousand made that move. Lots of transfers being made still isn't there? It's, uh, yeah. it's really hard. We were just having a quick, a little chat before, before we started. I am finding it very difficult, not just in Sky, but in all formats to just keep cool. And I think I think this year, um, I think I've managed to so far longer than I have in previous years. In previous years, I'd be sort of accelerating off now, trying to climb, trying to make rank and, you know, just try. And then you always seem to kind of peak just a bit too early in like February or March, don't you? And then it's all downhill from there. So I'm trying to push that, push the curve. Um, for, you know, further along by holding back, but it is very, very tough. We've got a question actually, which we'll touch on later about that, you know, how do you yeah. avoid the FOMO? It's really, really tough, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Um so so moving on to Salah. yeah. Joe um, you know, I'm not too I'm not as this. I don't say displeased probably isn't the right word. I'm not as massively frustrated with them as I am as other Sky Fantasy managers are perhaps. And it's because I don't want to use, I, I don't see the need to use the budget that he's holding elsewhere at, at present. And it's probably because of the lack of big points coming from the big hitting defenders. There's quite a few options arising from Man City. So if I was looking to use some money there, I probably wouldn't be buying a Laporte or I wouldn't be buying a Diaz. I'd be buying an kanji or an Aki instead who are both eight million. So It's not a, usually for me it's a budget thing, but at present it's not. So just looking at fixtures, so Liverpool play City on Sunday, Um, then they host West Ham midweek next week, then they play Forest on the 12.30 game on 22nd. You can't move on to a Man City player. Which is, which is a little bit frustrating. I'd maybe considered moving on to Foden. He seems to be playing a lot oh, of the... I think he's started every Premiership game. He this has. Season, yes.
0: he? He's absolutely on fire, isn't he?
1: But I, didn't, I don't own Martinelli, and his ownership concerns me quite a, quite a bit. So if I were to move off Salah, I think I'd be considering making a move to either Jesus or, or Martinelli on Sunday the
0: 23rd. Head of Liverpool okay. home to Leeds.
1: Well, yeah, and I guess the option is you keep them for another week still, and then Arsenal play Nottingham Forest yeah. on the Sunday the 30th as well. So those are a couple of options that I'm looking at, but I've got no immediate concerns about getting rid of them. They will definitely be in my team for the next three games, and I doubt very much I would switch, even though a lot of Twitter pundits are getting really good or Twitter content creators are getting really good at predicting Man City team sheets, yeah. like Luke Williams, The Godfellers, uh is good at it. I don't know that I'd be risking taking Salah out when I see the team sheet for Liverpool against Northern Forest for a Man City team sheet that I don't get to see.
0: Yeah, it's a so, yeah, it's a really tough one. I've had similar thoughts on 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 Salah as well. Like it, you know, watching him yesterday, I mean, what a what a strange formation playing the four, and he was just nowhere to be seen. Was he really? He was not. You know, he's not involved. They they. they they did have a shout for a penalty, which, uh, like how that the same happened last week. Hand hand up next to his head strikes his hand. Penalty not given. I don't I don't really understand what's going there. I don't know if I've missed missed a rule change, but I thought it was this kind of hand in the nat- in the natural position sort of thing. Um, but anyway, I
1: start, I started thinking about that, and then I was like, I don't. I don't know if it's my unconscious, like my bias coming into it. It's not unconscious. It was, I don't know. I didn't know if it was my bias coming in because I was like, that's a penalty. It's definitely a it penalty. It was a penalty. Then, His hand was but then, up. But then, <laughs> but then sitting in the sala as captain, I was like, I don't know if this is uh, clouding my but judgment. But how is it not uh, a
0: penalty? That's like, I, I can't answer I can't answer the question of what is it that has made that not a penalty? I, yeah. I don't I, know.
1: I always find I always find it interesting in the arguments that come out and it's like, well, you've got that unnatural position and you've got the, um, deliberate it was obviously, because obviously, well, not obviously, but it wasn't deliberate, was it? Um, but it does look unnatural. He has made himself bigger. I never know which one of these, Bizarre. which one of these arg- arguments to to reference. All, all you want though is a bit of consistency when you see something that's very similar to, but, to the next, that is the same decisions given.
0: I thought I missed something because the players and commentators didn't make a fuss either. And he didn't even, yeah. you know, get, get, well, get this is why I thought it was my
1: bias. Well, this is why I thought it was my bias that it was it. coming
0: into it. The same happened last week. There was there there was a very similar incident. I can't remember who it was, but it happened last week where the hand was up and it struck the hand, and there was just no like argument at all. It was just like no, no, you know, it's not a penalty. I, yeah. I just find it bizarre. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah I agree with you on Salah, I, and and I think I think I'm in sort of. I think now, because when you go on, you know, um, on the hub, on the Sky Planner, and FF Staff on the Planner, I think I'm kind of in wind-down mode almost now. You know, you're approaching the overhaul, and you're just trying to get to the overhaul. And you look at Liverpool's fixtures, um, obviously City, you know, is not is not a pretty one, right? But you never know. City have looked, you know, qu- qu- you know, they... They do tend to give a, a stupid chance or two away every game, don't they? Even though you know they they have clean sheets. Then home to West Ham, he's probably a good captain of the option. You would you would guess on that. Spit like Kane away to United. Other than that, it's not it's not an awful lot there. I don't think. Um, and then they have Forrest, who you know we know have been absolutely terrible so far defensively, and then um, Leeds as well. You know, we've conceded five against Brentford, conceded three against Palace yesterday, um, and then Spurs and Southampton. So my my question, same as yours, I suppose, is who'd you take him out for like who who do I know or who do I think I know will score more points than him? If you're doing it and spreading the funds, I can I can understand you know, I c I can understand it. But on the same note, if you don't need if you're only doing it because you're sick of him, I would I think twice personally. You know, if you're desperate to get in someone like 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 that, you know, a Jesus or Martinelli for that forest captaincy, for example. On you know on 30, on thirtieth October, it's probably a good reason. You know, if you go Salah to Jesus or South sure. Martinelli, I completely understand that. But just to get rid of him for something else, I'm not. I, I you know I'm not really for it. I just think you could use it. I think for the volume of trans, the, the volume of fixtures Liverpool have got in the short term, they've now got three to a lot of the teams. Um, one and two avenue as well. So okay. just hold on, and then you know, and then maybe have a look after. He may surprise you. He may even play his way into form. Would you be surprised if you got a goal to against Forest? It's hard to take out then ahead of Leeds. So, um, but yeah, we you know, we've had loads and loads of questions. Uh, t- Tim in the chat transferred Salah in yesterday. We've had a couple of other questions as well around you know whether to transfer him in. Most want to transfer him out. Um, so so yeah, I suppose, I suppose my kind of. Uh, my summary is: I probably wouldn't be transferring him in yet, but I don't think I'd be transferring him out either. Is that is that yours as well, Paul? Or? Uh,
1: that's that's mine. Uh, uh, there'll, there'll be other, there'll be others that I've got more difficult situations. Like maybe some people don't have Kane.
0: I'm got Kane, I think. Maybe, I think. Maybe, yeah, I think that's
1: maybe good. that looks maybe that looks a bit more straightforward. Or or Cancelo as well, but um, not for me at present. I think that I'm. Quite, I'm still okay just sticking and then being pretty flexible.
0: And if I do want to take them out in a few after they played the next three or four, what about Liverpool defenders? So we know that Trent looks like he might be injured. Uh, Van Dyke, I'm not sure, I mean, I'm assuming he got passing again yesterday, even though kind of you know 10 point
1: passing, he got passing on, pass on tier one, so all tier
0: one, two. but but 10.7 million, I think, I think it's average costs, it's a lot of money for. Uh you know, four points or five every week, isn't it? So what yeah. are your thoughts on those players at the moment? Is it kind of the same as it stands? I Yeah, I, go there's on. good
1: hop-off points. So, yeah. I'd, so I'd be holding them, for, again, I think i told them for the next three yeah, next, and then three, yeah. and then move. Um There's an abundance of players that you could move on to at that same point. So because Liverpool play Forest on the Saturday and there's only four games on there, albeit Man City playing there, You've got Arsenal. You might have taken Jesus or Martinelli out yeah. for Mad- Madison previously. Also, Jared Bowen or a West Ham asset against Bournemouth on the Monday night might be a good option to to move your your Liverpool defensive assets onto there as well if a formation change allows it.
0: Yeah, yeah, agree. Uh, Sam Arundel asks any thought from Madison to Foden. I wouldn't be doing it yet. I would probably be doing that after next Thursday so um, assuming you're captain against Leeds you'd have a three for one for Madison over Foden still, then you could move on to Foden for the Brighton game on Saturday the 22nd, I think that would probably be the best one there, Sam Yeah, I agree I agree Agree on Liverpool, I think I think a lot of us have been waiting for this little mini run, haven't we now for Liverpool, this like City, okay, that's going to be a tough game, right but then home to West Ham and then Forest and then we're kind of into the final throws now. We're into the final fortnight. And you just think, is it worth is it then worth a transfer or not, considering that two of the last three are home against Leeds and Southampton as well? I'm just not so sure. I just think are you are you so sure that it's going to be worth a transfer? I would I would just ask myself on, on all, you know, on all these players. And I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's gonna be. Okay. Uh for the first time this season, let's have a look at the top one K ownership. Uh, we've got Haaland at the top. In only ninety-one point two percent of teams, uh, Jesus still in seventy-one. That is massive ownership for Jesus. That Forest game coming up is quite scary. Actually, they do their away to Leeds, away to Southampton, home to Forest. Still quite a nice run for. It's uh, quite a nice run for Jesus as well isn't it. Saliba uh, seventy point eight, amazing value. Cancelo only fifty-eight. Quite surprised at that. I've got to be honest, especially since he hold on the weekend as well. Yep. Kane fifty-two, yep. Martinelli fifty-two.
1: Or maybe should a look at cancello's ownership comes sunday morning and then you can see if a few people that are trigger happy with transfers mm-hmm. or or are trying to take advantage of a kind of three-for-one situation perhaps move them on as well it was martinelli I, like when i looked at yesterday and he was just like in play and he was destroying my rank i didn't have no idea he was as high as 41 and And the only only reason why I'm surprised at how high is, because he's obviously done well at the start of the season, is if you're thinking about captaincy and having kind of one or two players from every team, Jesus' ownership was so high, Saliba's ownership was so high, it was kind of that felt like good Arsenal coverage for me, and that um, Martinelli might have been uh, dispendable, but it looks like uh, at 8 million, I'm thinking about trying to get him in. It might not even be for Salah, but trying to get them in on that Sunday um after after the blank mid midweek for them. Um a couple other thoughts on there is, say Bowen kind of crept in at bottom. Brennan Johnson is probably getting held for captain, say tonight. Um a a lot of people made like 17.3%. So he picked up 12 points at the weekend. It was a, it was a massively good return. Only eighteen point three percent. I was Slow, so frustrated they, they removed that last tackle from him yesterday um, to give him the uh, give him the tackle bonus. It's, it's quite frustrating. Nick Pope must be frustrating managers. It's uh, three twos on the bounce and from a
0: from a good run of fixtures from them as well. And you know we mentioned Zaha earlier, thirty eight. Uh, Foden is high as well, thirty seven point six. I have definitely got my own Foden. He he basically looks like he's almost playing in like a. Four four two up alongside Haaland only at the moment. Um yep. so I think he looks incredible. And that and that run of uh four games they've got Saturday twenty second, ho- you know, home to Brighton, away to Leicester, home to Fulham, home to Brentford. I mean, they could be any scores, right? So I think um I am wondering whether we'll see a bit of a shift around during that period um for, you know, maybe a bit of Foden, a bit of a kanji and like, you know, try and have a, a bit of a, a final Hurrah, like a, ju- a you know, a jump on Man City for those fixtures because you would guess that, you know, the defenders are gonna get passing as a minimum probably two or three clean sheets out of those four as well. Just just on a kanji, um Pep's been praising him up massively. You know, he's been saying he's fitted right in, he's exactly what we need. He's been absolutely superb. I just you, you know, are never sure you on Man City around whether they're gonna start. Um how much of a risk do you think he is
1: so 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 i was doing so i was doing the maths so i was thinking right there's there's four defenders obviously going to play like city never play a back three or back five so four defenders going to play cancello you say plays every game i know he will get the the odd rest so you've got five defenders like stones and walkers out so you've got five defenders into three slots so if they played the average number of games, they'd play 60% of the games. Maybe Akanji plays a little bit more because, as I say, I think Pet favours Cancelo from the left than he does on the right. But even if we're taking averages, 60% appearances, like, you're keeping clean sheets in the majority of games and you're definitely picking up passing bonus. And and you add, well, Akanji's more tackle bonus than I would think from an offensive point of view. But for eight million, it could still be worth
0: it. What a price!
1: And so, Anaki a- a- probably falls in the same category for me as well.
0: I think Stones. I think he might be back in a couple of weeks. So this this, this is the things where we now we're Monday tenth of October. So this run we're talking about starts a week Saturday. So we're still a fortnight away, I would say, from this. You know, because obviously they play Liverpool next Sunday. Probably not going to bring them in then. So it does start the following Saturday, um, and then they have was it four games in like three weeks or something. Really really good games um by that time if Stones is back because that's where Stones plays on that side isn't it i'm just not sure um it, you know it may just be see at the time there may be another injury there may be another setback yeah. you know we talking about martinelli like the re, you know he's he he's obviously on incredible form but um Emile Smith Rowe just keeps getting setback after setback, don't he? You know, so yeah. he's just got a free, you know, a, a, a free run at that position. He's not even being brought off hardly anymore, is he? Which he was last year. Smith Rowe, um, yeah. That mid,
1: uh, that midfielder slot that I always reference is the two 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 fifteen, two two ten. Just seems like rife with like <laughs> players that are were having they were having form at the same time. They're like you've got Foden, Zaha. I know Madison Blank there, but that's coming off a, for, for an eighteen-pointer, Bowen, Joel uh, Poligno, who's one of the best value players in the game, McAllister, who we've not talked about, picked up another seven points the weekend. Animal. He seems to be in like a playmaker type oh, role for. He's, he's
0: in like, for like a quarterback season. role, isn't he? I was I was watching him on the weekend against Spurs, and he was every as in, so, sorry, he's, he's everywhere. He's at, right at smack bang in the center of that team, just spraying the ball around. Yeah. He got something like ninety something passes, didn't he? I'd picked up tackle bonus, um,
1: had one had one shot as well. I'm, like I don't depend on penalty penalties, but if if you did if you got a penalty in that game, like you're you're sitting the full works, right? That's Shooting, a, passing, tackling bonus.
0: That's a that's a proper haul. He is definitely now yeah. on my radar for uh Friday captaincy. Um after, you know, after that performance. Not just to bring in obviously for the captaincy, but as an enabler moving forward, he looks he looks really, really good. Um, yeah, interesting. You know, interesting stuff there. And you know, as I said, if you look at the prices of those top fifteen or twenty players, um, Saliba's cheap, seven point four; Trippier, seven point eight; and Martinelli, eight. But I think nearly everyone else is well over eight, nine, ten, eleven million. You know, this it's good. We got yeah. got a lot of diversity, which is which is brilliant for the game. And um, I really do think getting rid of that o- early overhaul has made it a much better game, much more exciting game. I really, really enjoyed Sky this year. And uh, average transfers, we we had them last Friday. Um,
1: I I, I don't know how they surprise me every year, but they've they've, they've they've, they've managed to surprise me how low low they are even this year with the 50. So top 10, 20.8, top 100, 26.9, top thousand thirty one, like... The top thousand that surprised me. I thought I thought that would be higher. And then top five thousand is thirty-four and a half. Yeah. Mental. I mean that's I mean, that's like there was a couple of questions last week about and I know that if people aren't playing a lot of leagues, um, I guess their ambition is to finish top four to get paid like is, is it top four? No, top three get paid the overall prizes in the game. I'm thinking of the two, five, 10, 20 leagues. Um but that's surely enough to um give you a feel good factor back, knowing that you could use a lot of the transfers to, to catch up and and because Liverpool and City are playing on the same day for the majority of the way yeah. through to the overhaul, that the peripheral games on the on the other days, there's good opportunities to pick a pick a big captain that could do well.
0: We may as well ask the question now while we're on the slide poll, but um How many transfers do you currently plan to have left that overhaul? I know it may slightly change every week. 35 is my plan. 35, is it? Okay. Yeah. I think at the moment, probably around maybe, I hope for 40 or 39, but more realistically, it's going to be 38 because there will be something I want to kind of dive into. You know, I think I think at the moment, but yeah, got like a, a looseish plan. McAllister on Friday. I do like the look of Mitrovic still. You know, I, I you know I hope hope he's back on Saturday. Um, I, you know, another couple of moves maybe in the future. Maybe get rid of Salah. Um, do an Arsenal player maybe Martinelli, maybe Jesus, depended on on how the team is looking a bit closer. That West Ham Bournemouth game is is a bit of a a fly in the ointment as well if you don't own Boeing. Um I think at the moment I do like uh, Scamacca as well. I think I think it's really good but yeah interesting stuff. Um let's have a look at game week 11 preview. Actually firstly let let's have a look at this evening so there's a obviously match starting in about 2 hours time. Uh the much awaited um Nottingham Forest versus Aston Villa. Not much to shout about there Paul really. Have you uh, have you a captain for this evening? Maybe. Ooh, you sneaky boy! You sneaky. Actually, you did. You did mention something in last week's pod or, or it yeah, half, didn't you?
1: I brought. In, I brought in Henderson like ages ago. Did you so, really? Yeah, well, I didn't know but,
0: that. I
1: um. I am like almost instantly regretted it, and it's actually not worked out too bad because I've used the budget elsewhere because I didn't have Cancelo, and I brought in Cancello, Um in time for his nineteen point haul. So um and Allison's done nothing. So yeah. So I'm quite like I'm quite happy having Henderson tonight. He could do well.
0: Yeah, well they got uh yeah, Villa Yeah, we had a question off Dan Cox. Uh is it worth just not captaining him in case he ends up with another minus, but I can't see Villa uh, scoring Three or four goals, so I think you'd be all right there. Uh, I think you're right there, Dan. You say maybe even outside clans. Uh, sorry, outside the clean sheet. I got Brennan Johnson. I've just been holding him and holding. Him. I've never really kind of because of his really awkward price. I've never really been able to get into a position to get rid of him. But this is where uh, yesterday the move I did allows me now to do Brennan Johnson to McAllister on Friday. So I am over the moon that I'm finally being able to get rid of him. Yeah, he scored a couple of goals to be fair, but he hasn't. You know. <laughs> He doesn't look dangerous, so I'm, I'm hoping for a, a sneaky penalty this evening or something just as, you know, a, a goodbye gift. Uh, Paul, if you didn't own anyone this evening, who would you bring in? You just wouldn't at all, would you? Not,
1: I'd even know that I would move Fafana on to someone, to captain. I'd, like, just because you're going to have to move him on again? Oh, yeah, like, I don't know, like Ollie Watkins just, I don't, just doesn't interest me as a... Well. As I said, yeah, if you, uh, all it takes is um, you score one goal and you double up the the points. And and Villa's fixtures are okay. Oh, they got Chelsea at home after this. Uh, and they play midweek as well. Yeah, don't if they? you
0: if you don't have oh, Madison, if you don't have Madison, you could get him in this evening, and he would provide some kind of captaincy cover next Thursday against Fulham as well. There's only it's Aston Villa Forest. Yeah.
1: Madison. That's what I
0: said. No, so, sorry. If you, sorry, if you don't own Madison, you could get Watkins in this evening for the captaincy. But then next Thursday, because you don't oh, own Madison, so then, uh, you I, would have I, him I, as captain yeah, if you no. don't have Madison or, or or you know or Mitrovic or so, Mitrovic, yeah or, yeah, or or Mitrovic. It's not it's not a bad but, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm just it's just an option. I'm not saying to do it, but um, yeah. Forest defensively, you know, have been awful. So you know, you could definitely make worse moves. I think personally. Um, yeah, not much else really on uh, on this evening's fixture. It's not the most glamorous or exciting, is it? And I think a few people, myself included, will be very, very pleased to see the back of Brennan Johnson, who is just like two point city. He's uh, he's not been very exciting to own. So I'm I'm hoping for two one Forest Brennan Johnson goal and assist. Nice little Henderson. checklist. My checklist. Uh, yeah. If anyone hasn't listened, get on uh, nip and a half. Podcast. Paul mentioned his his checklist. Uh, Sam says got Martinez two games ago and has returned in both halls tonight. And I'm laughing. Very well played. So I know you did mention yeah. that last week, didn't you? Paul about potential for uh, Martinez. Like
1: a pop, yeah, like a pop yeah, like to Martinez move. Um, yeah. Whilst that, I'm not sure, I def- whilst I'm not sure I would do it. Um, but that is a, if you were, if you
0: really wanted coverage, then that could. Good day. So on Friday, Brentford against Brighton. So we've touched on this a few times already. Uh, plenty of people brought in Tony early for that. Uh, Trossard is obviously, you know, he he didn't look as attacking uh, on the weekend as he did um, midweek. He was playing Spurs in all fairness, but um, I think McAllister for me now. I know you've got him already, Avenue. So he's probably he's probably your captain. Yeah, um, Dunk. Looks a really good option. Got passing again on the weekend. Um, Brighton's fixtures. How do they look? Uh, Brentford. Uh, they're a bit. Brent they're for a, a bit. But, yeah, the first two is good, yeah, and then Man City, Chelsea. But, after that, I nearly brought in Dunk. Well, if Dyer would have been injured, I'd have, I'd have done it. I'd have done him for Dunk on. on well, this that
1: is a, well, this is the beauty of McAllister is that he's picking up tackle bonus as well as yeah. passing bonus. So. Yeah. When when those types of players have tougher fixtures, they've still got an avenue to points. If you don't think the team's going to score, Yeah.
0: I'll agree. Um, who, uh, who do you think is the best captain on that day?
1: I'd go. I'd go McAllister.
0: Okay. I think. Well,
1: yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Like if Brighton come out attacking, you think it'll open up chances for Brentford. I've just never. Never been a massive Ivan Tony fan in any any format of fantasy. Um yeah. I'll go McAllister.
0: Okay. Uh, Saturday the fifteenth, uh, Leicester against Palace, Fulham against Bournemouth, Wolves and Forest, Spurs and Everton. Uh, we did have a question actually in um in the chat around would you do Salah to Kane? Um Kane looks probably to be the best cat you know, especially after you know watching Everton and Man United yesterday. Kane probably looks the best captain of the day you would guess Fulham home to Bournemouth but we're not going to see the line-up with with Mitrovic so that will be a leap of faith there Um, do you think Kane's the best captain of the day
1: there's a few things to consider as well you'd mentioned earlier on about the Wednesday night on the 19th Um, are you comfortable captain in Kane or someone else that you have um, in those fixtures and not Salah at home at West Ham now yeah Feel feel for every game that we've said this about Salah so far this season and avoided that you would have done well yeah. but I think you'd mentioned as well that all it takes is kind of one goal or um, to get a better form like Salah's a kind of player that, would, that could go through three or four games but you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised if you got doubles in three or four
0: games in a row That Forest um, game for me is mate. that's at the moment that's a frightening game you know just look what you know Leicester they've been dreadful they batter Forrest 4-0 and then they go and lose against Bournemouth. Yeah. Forrest are the whipping boys. And- I guess
1: your defence mechanism in that, in, on that day is that you're going to default Captain Haaland anyway. So, so Probably, yeah. So you have that. It's tricky. I probably wouldn't move Salah to Kane for a lot of the reasons that you've mentioned. But, um, yeah, it's, it's maybe easy for me to say something with both of them. Um, I, I probably wouldn't make the move.
0: Okay. Um
1: there's a few other options, obviously. Yeah. Mitrovic, Mitrovic and and Madison, Madison as well. Yeah. Palace didn't look particularly great at the back yesterday. I didn't think um Leeds could have scored a few goals at the start of the game.
0: Leeds went off like a train, didn't they? Yeah. It was uh it was unbelievable and they just kind of slowed off but. Uh Sunday the sixteenth, five two o'clock games. Not very often you see this. It's kind of like a Saturday, three pm. A villa against Chelsea, Leeds and Arsenal, United Newcastle, Southampton, West Ham, and then Liverpool and Man City. Some pretty tasty fixtures there so, for some highly owned players, Go on, Paul.
1: So so some, so Sunday gives me for our, our new weekly bet on a player under one percent ownership. Yeah. And we're just doing we're just doing score, score versus score, lose our two pounds charity. Absolutely. So I'm gonna go for Shallabah chelsea oh so i'm taking a so i'm taking a, so i'm taking a punt on unclean and you just flipping heck but under one percent i'm pretty i think i'd be pretty happy if he started that i could beat you who your option
0: is but well you're not going to beat me um because i'm going for daniel Podence. wolves at home to forest um he will definitely return in that game so uh one nil for us, that <laughs> right there. <laughs> I'm going for Podent. I think he's 0.7% owned or something or something like that. So oh, I've got a good feeling about this one, Paul. Normally when we have our little bets, I'm thinking, oh, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you sneaky sod, but um no, I got I got a feeling about this one. Even
1: even if Podence gets a two pointer, you can still beat me because I'm gambling exactly, on shell starting. Exactly so.
0: that. As long as Podens doesn't get a red. I'm in the money. Uh, so yeah, a uh, Villa and Chelsea leads and Arsenal. So Martinelli and Jesus lots of action there. United Newcastle. That's going to be an. I, I think that'd be an interesting game. I find that one really hard to call actually. Um, Southampton West Ham. Obviously, Bowen owners uh, who went in early have been rewarded. You know, he's 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 done really well for them. Then Liverpool and City um, at the moment. Liverpool's defence are an absolute shambles, and I can't see anything in that game. But a Man City, you know. <sighs> Easy win
1: from not owning an Arsenal attacker. I'm relieved that Man City are playing on Sunday, That's exactly so, what that, you mean. Exactly. so I can cap, so I can captain Haaland and not yeah. um, feel too worried about um, double, doubly losing out by Arsenal uh, attacking assets doing well.
0: And if you remember, we spoke about this a week or two ago because I wasn't sure whether to take out Jesus for Madison purely because of this potential captaincy against Leeds. And the only reason I did do it in the end was because of this Man City game. Otherwise, I would be tempted to stay, stay with Jesus. But uh, actually, if, that's, that's not worked out well, because I would have taken out Salah. But anyway.
1: I've used more trans- like a couple more transfers than what I was hoping to use at this point. But I don't know that I couldn't be tempted if Madison gets booked against Crystal Palace to... Move Madison onto Martinelli potentially. Yeah, um, I'd be giving it some serious thought anyway. Or, or moving him onto Bowen maybe.
0: Yeah, as well. Yeah, because you have the captaincy winning against Bournemouth as well.
1: And it just saves me a try. Yeah, it saves me the transfer further down the line. But a couple, a couple of things I would potentially consider. Uh, I'd obviously uh, for anyone. Yeah, it's that because um, I own Polinia for the. Thursday the 20th of October then I would have a I would have a captain for that day
0: I was looking at Bowen and his fixtures and he didn't he didn't do a lot for me really but I look at it now you know it's got that big well he had that big horrible away to Liverpool game in there which you would never expect him but you'd actually expect him to get something now wouldn't you You he's on, penalt- on penalties exactly so uh, yeah I'm really keen to discuss that question later around um, you know FOMO because I've definitely got it over so many players um, just a quick look into early next week um, only because there's a midweek game but some decisions we make may kind of carry on so Brighton against Forest Palace against Wolves so there will be some people you know with a well most people who guess now would have a Brighton asset a home to Forest um, this is why I'm tempted to go for someone a bit more attacking someone like Trossard for example who could you know even if he doesn't do much on Friday. That's a pretty good fixture against Forest on the Tuesday, isn't it? And then Palace against Wolves. Obviously, we know Zaha has been brought in by lots, you know, lots of players. Um, who do you think is the best captain on that day so far? It's a tough one, I think.
1: Yeah, maybe go McAllister again. Wow. Okay. Or, or I, it, for me, there's not much between Duncan McAllister, and I think both are good, very good captain options on both days.
0: I think Dunk I think McAllister's a better option on Friday, but I think Dunk is a better option against Forrest on Tuesday. I think I think that's a pretty nailed on say Hall, but you know, kind of nine or ten pointer there, I think, personally. He, he's
1: not he's not scored yet, but he was um getting on the end of some of the set pieces he against Spurs Spurs as well.
0: He was, you're right. Uh Wednesday. Uh Bournemouth, Southampton, Brentford, Chelsea, Newcastle, Everton, Liverpool, West Ham, United, Evans. We touched on this. So I think the I think these days are pretty tricky. All three of them, the captaincy in turn. I don't think there's any massive standout option on any of the days. Salah home to West Ham would be the one. You know, kind of any other day, definite. United have got Spurs. What's your thinking for best captain at the moment?
1: Okay. If you said if you saw this at the start of the season and you didn't see Salah, you think like something's <laughs> wrong, eh? And then and then Van Dyke would be the second best captain option in that day. I think I don't know. Like even the like, even the Chelsea defenders could do well, but I know that there's not a high ownership no, of right. Chelsea def- Chelsea defenders just now, and there's a bit of rotation going on just now. Um, and Callum Wilson, like Newcastle, look really really good going forward as well so that could be a that, that Newcastle-Everton game could be a good fixture for Newcastle forwards at present I'm still uh, I think I'm going to keep the faith we'll go, go with Salah and I think that if given the choice and I didn't own any any like, and I had to pick a specific player that I think will do well in that fixture um, maybe it's blind faith but I'd, I'd probably pick Salah from even if I didn't like if I did or didn't own him I think to score the highest
0: I think I'm going to wait till the evening, and I I'm going to have a look at the lineup because if they pick a similar team to what they picked yesterday, Salah just wasn't involved at all, and West Ham defensively have improved massively as well. I think it's it's probably worth saying. So if they, play, you know, I know Diaz okay. is probably injured, but What are you thinking Kane? Yeah, absolutely. I still think that you know Kane against United. Um, you know, I think I, I think both teams will score. I can see it being you know like a, I don't know a two-all or something like that. Personally, I think. I think United beat him 3-2 last year. Ronaldo hat-trick won it, but I can see Kane definitely get something in that game. The same cannot be said for Salah at the moment, can it? It's, uh, it's very strange. Uh, Thursday the 20th, uh, Fulham against Villa Leicester lead. So this is those who are you know, thinking of bringing in Madison. They're going to want to hope he doesn't get booked on the Saturday because it means he would miss this game. I'm currently planning on doing Brandon Johnson. Uh, no, sorry. I still got Kamara I'm doing Kamara to McAllister on Friday and I'll do Brennan Johnson to Mitrovic on the Saturday and if he's not fit I'll just leave it until the evening and then hope that Mitrovic starts on that Thursday otherwise I've got a decision to, to make there whether to to bring Madison back So uh, yeah
1: Philham's f- f- uh, fixture's incredible still so, aren't they
0: they're awesome the next four are uh, Bournemouth on Saturday then they so, so they're home to Bournemouth home to Villa away to Leeds, home to Everton. So three out of four at home. um, And Mitrovic, you know, and he's had a knock. That's a bit annoying because you're not sure whether he'll go from nothing to 90, but the form he's been in, he's just looked like an absolute animal, just completely dominating games, you know, dominating defences. They are four pretty poor defences. I know you could say that, you know, everyone's saying, oh, but Everton have conceded the least goals. That's not what their XG says. I think I you know, I think they've been quite forced. I think that the was also made some outstanding saves. I still think they're they're a poor defensive team. So um You'll be on Madison that day, probably. I think so. Unless he gets booked. Let's have a look at some of the questions. Uh, thank you so much, uh, everyone who sent in questions. Again, we've had so many, so hard to get to get through them all, but we will we'll get as many as we can. Um Amon Tatler has got Ratchford in his team. Should I get rid of stick? Um and who would be the long term ideal replacements? Um I definitely think where's that uh, Arsenal? I think Martinelli is probably a nice little replacement. They've been the short term, they've got a three for a three for one and three for two of quite a lot of teams. What do you think on Rashford Paul?
1: Yeah. I'd find a good hop off point. Um, there's just too many good midfield options just now. We've talked about McAllister. Martinelli, Saha, Madison, Bowen. Like we both think that Salah could easily come back into form in the fixtures that Liverpool's got as well. So um, there seems like there's a lot of mid, a lot of midfield options that um, I'd be considering
0: over Rashford. What I would do. Uh, so at the moment, United have got a three for one over Arsenal. So I would see those games out and then I would jump on Martinelli on Sunday, the 23rd of October, away to Salampton is what I would be doing it ahead of uh, a good um, captaincy game against Forest the week after.
1: And Foden and Saka are two more. Bruno <laughs> Gamedes.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I also asks best defender replacements for Fafana uh, assuming I've three at the back, I would say I, I don't know. I personally, think at the moment, if you've got four or five at the back, I'd I'd look I'd look into midfield personally. Someone like McAllister's the same price as Fafana, for example.
1: Um, if um if you're waiting a couple of weeks and say it comes out that Fafana's out longer term, maybe out to the World Cup or whatever, then you could move to Akanji as well. And yeah, I wouldn't control. mind missing. I wouldn't mind missing the one game against Liverpool to hold out to to make that decision
0: yep agree um, Oli Paul has anyone seen Mo Salah we've, uh, we've talked a lot about Salah there's a lot of questions about Salah so again in summary I think, I think both Paul and I's summary on this is don't buy but don't sell um, because he could come back into form but you are covered with captaincy with Haaland assuming Haaland stays fit
1: it's just even by the timing that other, like some other teams play like He'll have, played, he'll have played three games, even if it's three twos, it's yeah. six, six points
0: in that time. Golden Goal Fantasy Podcast, uh, Who is who, if anyone, is a standout keeper at the moment? I have Henderson, I want Rid, but no one is popping out to me.
1: Um, but There's quite a few questions about Kepa at 6.6, and if he was guaranteed to play every game until the World Cup, then that's obviously like, he's obviously going to be great value at that price. Um, I yeah, I I don't know that I wouldn't move to like like Mart- Martinez tonight. I think or someone have they already got Henderson? I don't know. Uh,
0: he he's "Yeah, he says have have Henderson. I want rid, but uh, no one is popping out." Um, a tough one. Ridd. Really. If,
1: uh, if you didn't want to go to Bowen, you just mentioned West Ham's looking good defensively, so you could go to Fabianski. That covers you for the single cup, doesn't
0: You could. I think. I think. I think I'd be more tempted to jump on Edison on uh, on Saturday, twenty second. So Forest have got three games now: Villa, Wolves, and Brighton. City have got uh, Liverpool, and then on Saturday, uh, uh, Forest go to Liverpool. Uh, but you could just jump onto Edison for those three and four at home. I just think Edison is. You know, I've I've got Allison. So it's a bit it's a bit harder for me because they've got exactly the same games on the same game day, so it's literally a like for like change. And you never know, but I think Henderson to Edison if if you can afford it, obviously. Personally, I think I can see three clean sheets in four there. Um, don't know. Tim Barry, uh, best captain on Friday of Duncan McAllister. Think you've already said McAllister uh, Paul only just though on Friday. Yeah,
1: both good, both really good options. It'd be a tough
0: tough pick. Yep.
1: I'd captain McAllister, I think. I
0: think I'd captain McAllister on Friday, but I would captain Dunk on uh, Tuesday against Forrest, personally. Dan Cox, is it worth not captain Henderson tonight in case it's a minus score? <laughs> um,
1: he's only got he's only got one minus score, and it was a waiting man City.
0: <laughs> and Paul Caffrey says, can't wait to get rid of Johnson after tonight. Oh, same. He's, every time I look at my team, he just... Stinks it out. I'm really, really excited uh, to do it. Golden Goal again asks, and this is what and this is what I kind of I touched on earlier, is a Man City block defence the way to go for the last four fixtures to the World Cup? So he's talking about from that Brighton game onwards on Saturday the 22nd. He says, I can see four clean sheets there. It's interesting. You don't get any kind of extra fixture gains or anything, but what do you think there, Paul? So just a reminder, home to Brighton, away to Leicester, home to Fulham, home to Brentford.
1: Well, I wouldn't get rid of Salabar, I don't think. And because of the lack of yep. clean sheets and emergency midfield options, you're probably going to only be playing three at the back. So it's like a mini block and therefore it's only two transfers. So Ederson Cancelo, and then I don't know, a kanji maybe. I think that as a three looks pretty solid to that run.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's hard. it's hard because it it's not only who to bring in. It's and, and and this is why in this half of the season, the first half, it's so difficult to make these lunges back and forth between teams because you're not really you're going directly up against, you know, other teams, other captaincy requirements in the second half of the season when the games is more spread, you get these real natural three for ones and four to ones and you can swing back and forth. So you know, assuming you've got Cancelo, even if you went for Edison or a Kanji, having a double up, you would probably have a higher EO than the majority of the top one K I would guess. So you know, I would. I think, think a double up would be good, either Edison or a Kanji. Maybe even Edison and a Kanji, but I wouldn't be going. I I would definitely be staying three at the back. Um, yeah, because there's, you know, at the moment you can basically afford the best team. Um, and like I say, you'd be taking out potentially Salah ahead of Forest and Leeds, for example. Um, Kane against Bournemouth, Leeds, and Brentford. is Tough going, it really is. I wouldn't bother yet, personally. Sky FF Wilson, uh, plan was to do Dieter to Salah this weekend. Am I mad? Still think he's the best captain. So, half people are asking where to take him out, and the other half are asking where to put him in. Um, do you think Diet to Salah this week, Paul? Spurs have got pretty good fixtures. I don't know. Yeah, they've got um Everton, and then they wait to United, and then they're home to Newcastle, Bournemouth. Liverpool, Leeds, and Brentford. I can probably see three clean sheets out of those six. And Dyer is, you know, I know he's got a couple of goals, which does inflate it, but he was just he was just in front of, of Kane for the goal on the weekend. I thought it was Dyer who scored. I jumped up. I thought it was Dyer who scored. But I think Dyer is a surprise to a lot of people this season. I, I think quite a few started with him and moved off him as well. But he keeps rolling the points in. He's either getting a goal. Or he's getting a clean sheet or he's getting a bit of passing. He's been doing alright. I wouldn't be in a massive rush to get rid of him. Um but yeah, if you know, if you think he's the best captain on Wednesday, you haven't really got much option, really, of you, I suppose, if you're you know, if you're convinced. Um Julian, there seems to be a lot of players scoring good points consistently all of a sudden, particularly in mids. We can't have everyone. How are you dealing with the FOMO? Sticking to the plan, not burning transfers. Salah burning a hole in my team, an obvious conundrum. So yeah, get, you know, this what I was talking about earlier. Sticking to the plan, Paul. How do you do it?
1: Well, I guess it's all it's all when taking advantage of when these situations open up. So like the Madison one last Monday, for a captain say picking up player, moving them on. Um and then there's a there's a few others here. So like Bowen's coming into form and he plays that Monday night. So again, that like in my opinion, that warrants a transfer, like using it there, taking out a player that's perhaps gonna go on not as great a run. So if Madison does avoid all like that fifth book in um Leicester host Man City the Saturday after, so maybe that's the best time to come off come off him and and, and on to Bowen. There's a few really high-owned players that I'm missing out on hauls from, so Jesus and and Martinelli, but it's all part part of my plan. I'm just looking ahead, look at the fixtures, try and make the one-game advantages where possible in these situations, Um, and especially if I feel that that player is going to be the most owned captain. When I know that they'll be relatively well-owned, but they won't be captained, those are times when I'll probably... Like consider leaving it and not doing the extra transfer at that point.
0: Yeah, you know, I just, I just add, I, I think every time I do a transfer at the moment, I, tr- I try and think of where we get these big fish swings in the second half, how much I'm going to want to go from, you know, say Trent to Cancelo, or for a nice four for one or something, and how much. Points those transfers worth. I find it very difficult to warrant making tra- lost transfers at the moment because a lot of them are one for one, right? And every time I think of one, I'll think, you know, I'll, I'll go, you know, Dyer to Anderson. Which I was eyeing up, for example, this weekend. But then I look and I think, well, Spurs are home to Everton next week. There's one fixture gain. Do so I really want to spend a transfer for potentially one one fixture gain? uh for a good player to a an alright player whereas that could be a you know a a single day captaincy come April or May a really banging one that no one else can get to or a, a massive switch so tough going but yeah I think um I think Julian you just have to play the long game you know and you know and just think that you know look at your chances, look at the averages, look at your mini leagues and just think you know you've probably five or ten transfers probably on a lot of those players and you'll make them count when it really counts instead of at the moment, which is these two for ones and three for ones, you know. Um yeah, but it is it is hard after you have a weekend where, you know, say Foden, Martinelli and Bowen all, all score. It's hard to sit on your hands, but um you know, I've just I wouldn't I wouldn't be chasing yet personally. Colin Johnson um asks around Oh, no. No, he doesn't. We've answered that one. Uh, Sky FF Jake, would you move Nico Williams to dunk to cover captaincy or hold Nico for a week and move to an 8 million city defender, a Kanji Um, Ake? Yeah, what would you do with Williams to dunk assuming he hasn't got a captain for that Brighton game on Friday? Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
1: If you're going to move up, like, if you're going to move Williams to the City Defender anyway, then it's one transfer more to get two Brighton fixtures. And then I don't know if, if they own um, Zaha or a Palace asset already, but I think that the Brighton player is going to be the best captaincy option on Tuesday if you don't own Zaha as well. Yeah.
0: Agree. Uh, we've had a few more questions on Salah, which we have, we which, which we've done with. Um, what to do with Pope? We've touched a bit on captaincies. Is it worth doing Pope to Martinez tonight? You, you uh, quite fancy that, Paul, don't you?
1: I mentioned, I mentioned that last week. Yeah, I think uh, goalkeeping transfers are underrated in this game, even though there's a lack of clean sheets this season. Um, I was utilizing a lot of goalkeeper transfers last season, and they worked out pretty well. So, yeah, I definitely wouldn't rule it out. I think it's an uh, okay move. What what I would say is, if you do it, Forrest could easily, like, an outcome of this game could be Forrest scores one goal and they're not going to be attacking too much. So Martinez doesn't have a lot of saves to make. Um, so two points doubled to four. Um, and then Villa's fixtures are okay-ish throughout. Like thereafter, so it's it'd be I find it hard to not get disheartened sometimes if a player you bring in for captain say blanks, and then you look at the fixtures and they're like, oh well, they weren't that appealing when you compare them to pop thereafter. But um, so I, I I side on just the side of yes, but um, it comes with risks.
0: Peter Clinch, uh, who incidentally that was the name of my old headmaster. I wonder if that is you. Uh, Mr. Clinch uh, asks, "Are the best and most economical ways to dead end our teams for the amnesty?" This is a good question because I suppose this is what I'm looking at more now. I'm looking at how to economically kind of make my way to the end. Um, I prefer Edison and goal. I think, like, like I say, I think I think Edison is a pretty decent way into um, you know some really good points from Saturday, the 20 seconds onwards. Probably Bowen, who would I would say as well in terms of getting them early for the captaincy, a good run of fixtures. Um, or I, I, in in terms of economically, I I just wouldn't be looking for these constant two and three for ones. Personally, I think that's the way to just just kind of stop is just to just to get yourself, you know, cover the cover the key captaincies. Make sure you've got Haaland, Probably make sure you've got Cancelo, especially after twenty second. Um, have captaincy cover just have a solid team have Paulina for example and just try not to get sucked into all the excitement of using transfers too early would be my advice I think Paul
1: yeah in structure I'm, I'm always conscious of structure when I'm making moves, but I don't think you need to be too conscious then if you're, if you've got the overhaul coming up. So that's one thing that I usually think about yeah. that you don't need to think about. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I tend to agree with the points that you made there. Any three for one is going to require two two transfers. Exactly. At, like after this set of blank fixtures anyway. So it's worth considering that. Whereas there will be real three for ones and, Um, four-for-ones later down the season when games are postponed due to
0: FA Cup, etc. And there are three-for-ones, but you've also got to think about which players you're bringing in for for three-for-ones, right? So the only team really at the moment, it's probably fair to say, who is ripping it up in the league. It's probably Man City. Arsenal are playing well you know, as well, to be fair. But if you're thinking of three-for-ones for bringing in, you know, just kind of average Joes, I would really cons- I would really reconsider and, and and have a look at you know, there's only Man City, potentially Arsenal, so so you know we 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 touched on Martinelli, maybe Jesus, maybe Edison, maybe Akanji, maybe Foden. Other than that, who you really bringing in is gonna make a massive difference? i for Boeing with the captaincy, I suppose for Bournemouth outside of that. I'm, not, I'm just not sure where I would really see the, the massive upside to the fixtures because no one's playing well enough, are they? Spurs aren't really playing well enough. Liverpool not playing well enough. Chelsea are not playing well enough. Um, Don't know. A couple more questions. We've had loads on Salah, obviously, Um which, which we've answered. We've had a couple of questions about Kepa, I probably wouldn't go for it personally because you'd be absolutely gutted if he lost his place. Um, Paul, are you tempted by Kappa at all? Nah.
1: No. The reason is if he if he loses his place, I suspect that your budget will have been used on other moves and there's going to be limited places that you can go after. Yeah. Um,
0: and We've touched on keepers, so Paul thinks Martinez is probably the best one to go for, I'm a bit more keen on waiting and going to Edison. Uh, so that answers Luke Thompson's question. And the final question is off Sam. He says, "Who?" He said, "What would be the best move off Kamara? One million in the bank, with no captain tonight." Um, so I'm in a similar boat, Sam, and I'm going Kamara to McAllister on Friday, assuming you haven't got a Brighton player. I would personally think that is worth. I think it's worth more because McAllister looks a brilliant sky asset. Two potential captaincies in the next week as well. Seven point four million. I think he looks a really good option there. so That's what I would do. Any different, Paul? Camaro's like six point eight. Or six point eight. Like, he? He's got a million in the bank. So you've got up to. So you can get Metrovic.
1: You can get so you can get Metrovic seven point 7.
0: 7. seven. on on Saturday. Yeah, good shout. Uh, Glenn says he's been listening, but a crunchy box arrived. <laughs> a pizza box. Is uh, everyone just holding Man City Arsenal players during the blank? Um, that's a good question. We haven't really touched on that. I ain't moving them because you know you yeah. want them back. I was tempted for Cancelo out, but I just know I want him back because they are just a devastating form and their fixtures are insane. So
1: insane. Yeah, I I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not taking any.
0: If yeah, I think if anything, I I kind of look at the season so far almost like split into three. You had you had the start when we're all kind of settling down we've just had a bit now where we're kind of building our team i think we're i think from that saturday the 22nd of october is that kind of wind down time where you just look at you know that kind of dead ending and so i wouldn't do an awful lot until that saturday and then um like i say city have got four spanking games um arsenal also have uh four really good games um away to Southampton, home to forest Neck. away to chelsea okay that's a tougher one and away to wolves i just wouldn't be moving any of them out because you know you're going to want them back so uh yeah i agree thanks for all the questions apologies it's taken so long to go through them all but we had so many hopefully that's uh you know answered the vast majority of questions um and that is it for us for this evening uh, as usual thank you all so much for joining us um and for watching and listening. Your continued support is much, much appreciated. And thanks to you, Paul. Uh, Where can people find you?
1: Uh, On Twitter, at Paul one M-C-A-N-U-L-T-Y.
0: And my Twitter handle is at FFH underscore Fergie. Don't forget, uh, try and uh, listen to the the Nip and a Half podcast. Paul and I are doing it every Monday. It's about a 15 or 20-minute podcast where we, we talk Sky. We also talk Telegraph, FPL, and Dream Team as well, a bit more of of a light-hearted look. So we're going to be recording that straight after this, and it will be up in a couple of hours' time. Uh, If you liked what you watched, please press the Like button. Remember to subscribe in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. If you enjoyed your listen, please rate the podcast versions and leave some comments. It would be much, much appreciated. We'll be back next Monday reviewing the weekend's action and looking ahead to the remainder of Sky Game Week 11 and on to Game Week 12. Have a great week. Best of luck this evening. Come on, Brendan Johnson, and goodbye for now.